0: Hi there, I'm your host, Kate. I grew up in Seattle, Washington around friends that were entrepreneurs or had parents that were. Throughout my different ventures, I came to a realization that I enjoy talking to people about their careers and listening to their inspiring stories. One day, I thought to myself, why not record these conversations and make it into a podcast? So here we are, and now these stories are available to you with the hope that you'll also find them inspiring. Smith is a freelance digital marketer, a title she pretty much made for herself. Formerly a fitness coach, she was bringing in a thousand to two thousand dollars a month, but spending ten plus hours a day working. Now she has set up a system where she has a flexible schedule, working around one to two hours a day, and more if she wants, but bringing in eight to ten thousand dollars a month. Shannon shares key tips behind her success and says to not reinvent the wheel. What do you call yourself? Do you call yourself a content creator or affiliate marketer or both?
1: Um, so I guess I kind of combine them. Usually I call myself a freelance digital marketer because oh. I do uh, with the affiliate marketing and I do some other forms of online marketing, but then also I have the content creation end of things. Um, so I, I refer to myself as a freelance digital marketer.
0: Okay. Freelance digital marketer. I like that. You've created a title for yourself. Um, Oftentimes people go and find a job title online and they apply to it, but you created your own job. How did you come about finding this opportunity and thinking, hey, you know what? I can do it too. And then took a chance and tried it.
1: Yeah, for sure. So for me, I'll give you kind of a backstory. Um, I Prior to COVID, I was personal training in a gym, and so once that got shut down, um, obviously I couldn't train people in person anymore, so I decided to try to build an online fitness business, Um, and my end goal has always been to have a job where I can travel, I can work remote, um, my business largely runs itself, Um, so with the online fitness business, that was my goal, and I worked at it for over a year, I want to say, and then it just was not, not performing like I wanted it to. I had super inconsistent income. I was working really long hours. I was so burnt out. Um, and I knew I needed a change. So I had decided, cause I had moved home with my family to kind of wait out COVID. And I had decided that I was going to get an apartment in New York city. But I had no income, so I needed a new way to make money online fast. Um, So I was scrolling on my TikTok one day, and this girl popped up on my feed. It said that she does affiliate marketing, and she only works for a few hours a day. Um, She makes all passive income, and so after seeing that, I was like, "Okay, I might as well just try this because I have nothing to lose right now." Um, So I decided to try it on a whim, and then for me, I went into it really having no expectations Um, but I just knew what not to do from my last business having just failed Um, so I went into it like not really having any expected outcomes um, but knowing the steps that I need to follow in order to be successful and then for me it took off really quickly which is was wild. Was there a
0: key strategy behind why it took off so quickly? Um, Was it certain social media platforms you were using?
1: Yeah, it was all thanks to TikTok. Um, so TikTok right now, I would say, is the best platform to grow your business on just because it's so easy to get in front of millions and millions of eyes um, without having to have a big following. So for me, I think it was my fifth day on TikTok that a video of mine went super viral and I gained like 20,000 followers overnight from that. Yeah, I, um, I, you
0: mentioned passive income so that compared to like active income where you're pursuing it uh, and getting paid for your time versus passive income where you get things set up front so then recurring money comes in in the back end like i for i know for you it took off, or it took off pretty quickly um, but at what point, like, how long did it take for you to get pretty comfortable? Because I believe you're bringing in 8,000 a
1: month now, roughly.
0: But yeah, so what was it like to, to this point?
1: Um, I would say for me, it probably took, about two months to get to this point because I know that everybody's situation is like different with it so I don't want to like give out a time frame where it can be expected because I know for me my situation is pretty unique and the amount of time that it took to take off Um, but for me I would say probably in about two months is when I started making that's when I hit my first like ten thousand dollar month and so ever since then it's been like pretty pretty consistent in the like eight to like ten to twelve thousand dollar a month range. Um so, and so for me, um, it took off pretty quickly, but I think it's all about having those systems in place and like having your daily tasks and your routines in place because a lot of people will get that initial burst of traffic, make a lot of money, but not have any like systems in play to actually maintain that. And then they fall off the wagon. Could you share a
0: little bit more of what you mean by systems in place and examples of what that looks
1: like? Yeah, for sure. So something that I see pretty often um, is people, will like start posting on tiktok they'll go viral they'll get a ton of followers but they'll make no money off of it because they don't have any systems set in place um so for me what i did is tiktok is my main platform and i utilize that in order to get people added to my email list to get them to follow my instagram to get them to follow my other platforms um because should your TikTok get shut down one day, you know, like mine did, um, you want to have back end systems in place, just so that way you don't lose your whole business overnight. Um, So for me, I have all of my kind of followers, go and check out my other affiliate offers that I have. So when they go click on those, they get added to my email list. And then I'll direct people to go and check out my Instagram so that way I can have following like increase that following and talk to people on there um so as far as the back end systems go to kind of like maintain that success like initial success like I would definitely say you want to have an email list set up um you want to have sales funnels set up so that way you're not constantly having to chase leads and they can just go through and buy whatever products you're promoting right off the bat um and yeah I think that those are like those two main systems, an email list and a funnel builder are the things that keep my business <laughs> running yeah, itself.
0: Um, I like how you share that because you also mentioned um, like to not reinvent the wheel. I think a lot of people think like, hey, I got to be creative. And it's true because it's becoming an overpopulated area um, of like affiliate marketing. So to find your niche and all that, but for you, it sounds like getting your system in place is more important than worrying about like how you're unique or your niche, is that true?
1: Um, I think that both are important because I think that if you don't have a following, then there's your systems aren't gonna be put to use. Um, but if you have a following with no systems, that following you're not gonna be really capitalized on, capitalizing on it. Um, so I think it's important to have both in play. I think it's, I think, okay, let me say it like this. I think initially it's more important to get your backend system set up. Um, and then after that, you want to focus on building that audience, creating good content. So that way your sales funnel and your email list are actually being sent out to people and doing its job, you know? Yeah, so
0: I know your online business is mainly centered around affiliate marketing. And you also offer online classes. Um, how did you figure out what types of items you wanted to connect to, like which affiliate programs you wanted to participate in? And then how did it lead to your online courses that you offer?
1: Um, so I actually don't offer any online courses. Um, not yet, oh. at least.
0: <laughs> oh, but,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, I yeah. saw that you were posting um, I think like ways to have passive income, and then you have you offered like a fifteen day crash crash course. Is
1: that not your So the fifteen day challenge is um, actually um one of the affiliate programs that I promote.
0: So okay. that is yeah. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so oh, I don't Shannon, actually next that. step is an online course. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely leading to that. Um, but right now, I just promote other people's products. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, as far as finding them goes, there's a few different ways that you can do it. Um, there are affiliate like hub websites with a ton of different products, like ClickBank and JVZoo mm-hmm. and DigiStore. Even and Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, even Amazon you can do. Um, so you could always find affiliate programs through those websites and sign up for them. Um, But what I personally like to do is I like to follow competitors in my niche and see what products that they're promoting that are doing well for them. And then usually I'll start promoting those as well.
0: Okay, that's really interesting. Yeah, because most of the time if you think competitor is already in that area, personally, I would try and avoid it, but you go for the same item. That's, that's a really interesting strategy. Yeah. And it, it's
1: worked for you. Yeah. It's worked for me very well so far. Um, cause I just know like initially the main product that I promote, which is a course from legendary marketer, there's so many people promoting it online. Um, but I still, that's my biggest income source every single month, even though like I know a ton of people who promote it, um, online as well. And so I think the good thing about affiliate marketing is that, you all have a different audience um, online, you all have different people on your email list, you all have different people who are following you. So even if a ton of people are promoting the same product, um, it can still do really well for you, because there's so many people in the online space. Um, And also, like, some people will focus on social media, some people will focus on like, TikTok, or YouTube, or some people will focus on building email lists. Um, So there's a ton of different ways to market the products as well, which is why I don't really worry about starting to market a product that is kind of saturated, just because I know that there's so many places and different ways. And there's a lot of people that
0: haven't been reached yet.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So how did you tell me about your experience when you started your first affiliate? Um, like referral item, did you add it to your TikTok? And then what were the results of that? Did you see your first paycheck come in pretty shortly? What did that look like?
1: Yeah, so my first uh, program was the 15 day challenge. And so with that, I started posting on my TikTok. And so I like to like indirectly market all of my products. So most of the time, you don't even know that you're like, that I'm promoting something until like I do a call to action at the end of the video. So I started posting TikToks around the 15 day challenge. And so with that, it was probably my first week or so that I started seeing the little commissions come in. And then once I had a video go really viral with it, um, that's when I started seeing the bigger commissions rolling in and rolling in and rolling in. So it's good because with the affiliate marketing, you really only have to market the product and then the company does their own job of actually making the sale and then adding on any upsells and doing follow-up and stuff like that.
0: So how do you um, go about choosing which programs you want to participate in? Like, do you truly um, like resonate with the products Um, or do you go based on maybe the company? that is provide, like, providing that product? How did you decide on which items you're gonna share?
1: Yeah, the so there, there are a bunch of different um, like things that I look for when it comes to deciding on what products that I wanna promote. Um, usually I will have tried the product to make sure that it's actually good because I don't wanna promote something that I wouldn't personally use myself. Um, so usually I'll try out the product and I'll see what it's all about. I'll look up reviews for the company and the product um, and see if it's well-liked. I'll look up the refund rates for it. Um, You can look up something that's called gravity, um, which is just the number of affiliates actively promoting the product. Um, So if it has a high gravity, you know that it's a good product. Um, Also, we want to look at the commission rates and the upsells for products to make sure that it's worth it because for me, I only do high ticket affiliate marketing because I'm going to be spending the same amount of time marketing a product that pays me $2 in commissions versus marketing a product that pays me $2,000 in commissions. So those are just some of the things that I look for when deciding yeah. if it's worth it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I, I definitely have compared the different programs out there. And although Amazon has like a big selection of items, I think their commission's a little on the lower end. Unless you're doing really high traffic um, to get those smaller commissions to add up. So that's a, that's a great point to look at, too, the commission rates. Yeah,
1: Yeah. exactly. I think Amazon's commission rate is like 1.5 to 3 percent. And yeah. I'm like, oh, no, I only work with companies where their commission rates are like at least, I would say, 30 mm-hmm. percent.
0: So um, at this point, you're doing a lot of affiliate marketing. Have you also done sponsorships and partnerships with companies where um, like you get uh, you participate in an ad like an influencer ad and then they pay you a certain amount based on what like maybe two stories and a post and what not.
1: Yeah. So the good thing, or I guess the cool thing about um, growing my audience on TikTok with my business was I started having brands reach out to me um, to do sponsorship posts. So in addition to what I make off of my affiliate offers, um, I'll get some brand deals and sponsored posts as well um, online. Awesome.
0: So how often do you or like how many hours do you work per day now at this
1: point um it really depends at this point so now i would say running my affiliate business it's probably about three hours a day just because it's between figuring out doing market research planning content filming content um, and then, so that's probably how often I work on my affiliate business itself, like front end stuff. Um, and then in the background, I'm always looking at new ways to start making money. So I probably work for like another two or three hours a day, just learning new skills. I'm um, looking yeah. for new affiliate offers um, and learning new kinds of side hustles that I can start. At this
0: point, would you say that you found your passion?
1: I think that. That's like, I always think about that because I think that with online marketing, I think that I love the freedom that it gives me. Um, I love being able to, like I said, travel, work from wherever I want to. Um, And I love the content creation part of it. But I think that I still do get kind of bored with it almost sometimes um, because I'm always, I get bored really easily. So I'm always looking for like the next best thing. Um, So maybe... I don't know if it's my one passion. I think that I have a lot of passions. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if that answers your question. No, that does. Um, and it's kind of cool
0: because nowadays with the social media, with the opportunities are created just from TikTok and Instagram. We can create our own jobs. So it's not just applying to a job title anymore. It's like, hey, we're going to try this and then, um if we fail then we're gonna jump onto something else and and i I think that's really great because it creates a lot more opportunities for the future generations too and others around us so that's awesome yeah
1: definitely i think it's like pretty it's a pretty crazy time that we live in you know i like i think um like you said a lot of young people do hop from job to job um and I'm I mean I can relate because I'm one of them um but I think that right now I think a lot of young people are realizing that living or working in the nine to five rat race and like being burnt out working for somebody else and still living paycheck to paycheck is not the best way to do it. So I think that people are finally realizing they don't have to work at a nine to five job that they hate and they can start their own online businesses or start creating content online and monetizing it. Um, Mm -hmm. And there are all of these other options. Like I feel like 10 years ago, you had to like work at that job that you hated and there wasn't really too many other options, but now you can leave, you can start your own thing. There's so many options that people are realizing it's just better to leave that job that is not fulfilling them and start their own thing because there is so many options available online.
0: Yeah. Um, did you ever have a moment of self-doubt when you wanted to start your online business? I think a lot of, one of the biggest obstacles that people face when you want to create a business is self-doubt, um, like telling themselves they can't do it. They're going to fail, stuff like that. Did you ever encounter that and how, if you so did, you think, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I think, um, With my online fitness business, um, I, which that ultimately failed. And so I think looking back when I was starting my marketing business, I knew exactly what I didn't want to do with it um, and why I kind of had failed at my last business. So I think that the reason why I took off so quickly with this online, with this like digital marketing business is because I went into it with not a shred of doubt in my mind. I was like, okay, I'm already earning five figures a month. Like it's easy. It's already come to me. Like I've already accomplished it. And I just acted accordingly. So I think that this time um, I didn't have any self doubt. Like I just already convinced myself that I was going to be successful and I was not going to take no for an answer. Um, And it, it happened so I think that like self-doubt like it's impossible to avoid especially in the online age where there's so many other people you have so many competitors doing it like there's always going to be people with more followers than you who are making more money than you um it's really easy to doubt yourself but I always think of it like I don't like there's a lot of people who aren't as smart as you who can do it, who have done it. And so if you just have some faith in yourself, you can do it too.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. Um, yeah, that, that thought occurs to me a lot of times too, where I'm like, wait, this eight-year-old is making like six figures off of um, TikTok alone in like the first few months. And I'm like, wow, if they can do it, then, like, I could do it, and have so. And you started this nine months ago, and you're on record to hit six figures by the end of the year with your on online business. Mm-hmm. Okay, so nine months in three months. So you started in October of last year.
1: I started. i oh, maybe the time months, I started in September of last year.
0: That's so awesome that you're able to get up and going really quickly and just within nine months
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's all crazy thinking about it still because I feel like like I said it took off for me Mm -hmm. so quickly um and it wasn't like something where it was like okay overnight this took off and then all of it just like died out and I lost all my traffic and my account stopped growing like it was like once the ball started rolling it never really stopped Um, So, yeah, it's pretty crazy to think about at this point how far um, it's come, because I really did not expect it to take off like this. Yeah.
0: Um, You mentioned earlier that your account got locked out. What had happened there?
1: Um, So the algorithm on TikTok is like one of the most aggressive algorithms I've ever encountered. Um, So... A lot of my videos would get flagged and they would say that I'm promoting illegal activities and violating the community guidelines because um, I talk about different side hustles, different ways to make money online. And so they would flag it saying that I'm talking about illegal activities. Um, And so they finally banned my account one day, but I did get it back, which was good once I appealed it. Um, And so I have that account. back and it's up but it's just it's like it still gets flagged all the time and so that's why tiktok is like a blessing of course for creators right now because it is so easy to grow on um but it's also very frustrating because tiktok doesn't really protect its creators um and like a lot of the violations that i get on my videos i'll appeal them and then they reput the video back up and say it was our mistake like and so my accounts like and bad standing because their bots are just flagging everything and then it's incorrect and it gets re uploaded. Um, so, yeah, it, I got it taken away. I got it back. Um, but now I am just starting a new page because they're just flagging on my videos from like a year ago that I'm talking about nothing even income related. So, it can be frustrating <laughs> working yeah. with TikTok as well. So, if you're starting
0: a new page, um, are all your followers just going to convert over or are you just going to have to start over and rebuild that page
1: I'm just starting over and kind of rebuilding on that um because it's kind of difficult with TikTok to convert like that audience to a new page um just because it's not like say Instagram or Facebook where you can make a post and be like hey follow my new account on here um you really have to like make a video on it um and you know like If your video isn't something exciting, it's not gonna get seen by people. Um, So I guess that's the one downside of TikTok is you can't just like make a story post or make a feed post. So that way everybody who follows you will see it. Um, So yeah, it's gonna be starting from fresh, but I'm looking at it positively. Um, I know what to do with this account now to blow it up. So it'll all work out in the end.
0: That's awesome. So much positivity creating TikTok videos. Were you already comfortable making videos or did you have to make yourself become comfortable to make these TikTok videos?
1: Oh yeah, I know. When I first started my business, that was my first time ever posting on TikTok. Um, and so I had like some experience with creating like videos for my online fitness business. But as far as TikTok went and like having to make the videos, like lip syncing and like editing them and stuff like that, I was brand new to it. And so at first, definitely was not a pro. And to anybody who's starting on TikTok, I always say like, just post as often as you can when you first start out because it's going to feel weird and uncomfortable, um, but you want to be posting as much as you can just so that way you get comfortable in front of the camera and you learn how to edit, you learn how to actually use the app, um, and then the more you post, the less awkward and uncomfortable it's going to feel. So, yeah, at first I was I was not a pro. I had no idea what I was doing, but it's pretty easy to learn, you know, just like any other social media platform.
0: Behind the scene. Everyone kind of starts at a different stage. And most people I've spoken to are actually were actually uncomfortable making their first videos, but they just put it out there and then they started practicing and got better and better
1: yeah exactly so at first like with anything that you start you're not going to be great at it um and don't feel the need to be because the good part about when you start out is a lot of people aren't going to be seeing those first few videos that you post so you might as well just go crazy with it get comfortable on camera nobody cares at the end of the day I promise yeah um so at this point I feel like you've
0: built your own business and you're considered successful you have a successful business growing um what is some advice you would give someone who's in a position where they want to try to side hustle they want to take on affiliate marketing or just an online business what would you share with them
1: I would say if you want to do it, you might as well go for it right now. Um, because like with my situation, like I said, I started it on such a whim and it took off so quickly and changed my life completely. in the first like three months of doing it. So you never know unless you try So you might as well just go for it at this point. So I think if it's been in your mind long enough, you've been wanting to try it, you have literally nothing to lose because if you try it and it fails, so what? If you try it and it takes off, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So you never know until you try it. You might as well just go for it because I'm sure as heck happy that I went for it because I never imagined my life would be where it is right now in less Mm -hmm. than a year
0: wonderful um and you had um had you studied business before did you have any experience with online businesses
1: nope i had um just a little bit of experience with online business from trying to build my online fitness business um and so i had gone through a mentorship program to learn how to start that business so i had a little bit of experience um with doing some digital marketing and sales Um, but I wouldn't have considered myself like an expert uh, by any means. So what's, what's
0: next for you? What's next for your business? Um, do you have any goals you want to hit like online courses? What's next?
1: Yeah. So I think that like online business is so addicting because once you start it, you're like, okay, like once you succeed in one area, you're like, okay, now here are all the other fields that I want to dive into. And here's how I want to expand my business, you know? And so I think online courses are going to be next for me. Um, And then I'm also working on kind of different areas of affiliate marketing, like focusing more on uh, email marketing and maybe running some ads in the future. And then all of this um, has allowed me to be able to travel more. So I think that I am actually going to move to Bali in October, to work from there for like four months um, and then see how else we can expand. So all yeah. exciting things happening.
0: Are you a one woman team right now? Are you planning to expand your team?
1: Um, so it's me and then I have an assistant as well.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. So you're growing your business um, in terms of staff as well.
1: Yeah, which is awesome. I never thought that that would would be the case. So it's all still very exciting and everything's still expanding, which is great.
0: Yeah. So you have an online business that's um, exploding. You're going to hit six figures by the end of this year or by the end of 12 months. Um, You're able to travel and even move to Bali if you want to. That's amazing that you created your own job. Hope you were able to learn from Shannon on all sorts of digital business aspects, from affiliate marketing to content creation. Follow Shannon for updates on what's next, plus more tips on how you can start your own digital business through affiliate marketing. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on our website at www.dayoneway.com or follow us on social media.